I hate that I have to keep doing videos, recordings, all this thing, but I can feel the energy once again of hysteria re-emerging. You know, the pandemic, the pandemonium, pandemonium, whatever you want to say. All that chaotic, hysterical, um, uproar, fear, um, and honestly, it's justifiable. So, like, if you're if we're in the middle of a pandemic and you feel like scared um, due to the uncertainty, due to not really knowing what to believe, then honestly. It's not that you should feel guilty or shame about it because your mind is being messed with. Your brain, your 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 mentality is being screwed with. Your mental health is being tampered with. Your mental wellness, your holistic wellness is at a shaking point. And that's why you have to start establishing a foundation and faith, prayer, love, you know, ground in that energy because and cut the cords from the matrix, cut the cords from the hysteria, cut the cords from the chaos, from the fear. And, you know, it's not always about seeking the truth because sometimes you can't handle the truth, but sometimes it's just about what gives you peace of mind. Do what gives you peace of mind. For me, it's not wearing a mask every day. For me, it's not getting tested every other week or every week. For me, it's not letting someone diagnose me with something because you're giving me a death sentence or you're giving me something without solutions. You're telling me, oh, the quarantine for the rest of my life. You're telling me to live in fear. You're telling me to not socialize and, and communicate with people and have that interconnectedness that as African-Americans, that is the roots of our livelihood. And they, the days that we always talk about, they understand that. They know what this is creating. They're getting desperate because people, more and more people, the black generation is waking up. More conscious schools are being pro produced. No more the indoctrination system that, that doesn't give you any life skills, that doesn't teach you things that really can empower you in the, as a spirit, but more or less keep you on a lifeline as a human. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you can thrive. And, and I'm not opposed to normal traditional things within mainstream society. But what I'm saying is always know that you have other options. If something else is calling to you, you know, try it out, you know, but always keep God first and, and keep that level of faith and grounding within your core. Because when you try different things, you are rocking the boat. So you always want to be able to stay afloat. You know what I mean? But, yeah, just stay focused. It's still allergy season. It's still cold and flu season. It's still the winter time. It's especially in Texas and Houston because it's like, bro, I don't know if y'all understand, but I, someone told me Atlanta's the same way. But it literally goes from 30 degrees in the morning to about 80, 90 <laughs> degrees in the afternoon. Your body can barely adjust to the went to the season change, but let alone daily seasonal changes, that is putting your body through a lot. And right now, people are doing the most during the hibernation season. Like this is not the new year. These are this is a time where you're, you know, you're 
you're watering and nurturing the seeds, not where you're trying to like start them new stuff and 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 feeling this pressure. A oh, New Year's resolution. No, the springtime is the time where you you know reap the benefits of your labor, where you harvest the crops that you've you know nurtured and planted and all that. That's more of your spirit. That's more in alignment with your spirit. You know the this New Year is like a calendar. Uh, New Year, and it goes more with the human, the, the society. You know what I mean. But there's you feeling like defeated, and you're feeling so much like depression and so much frustration because you're trying to start something in the season where you shouldn't be starting. You should just be nurturing the stuff that you already have been started. You should be focusing on stuff that you've already been focusing on. You know what I mean? Like, and you should be really just maintaining your health, resting, relaxing. Um, you know, reflecting, but not to the point of overthinking or overanalyzing or obsessing, but, you know, just gentle reflections of, okay, what do I need to do? How do I establish the steps? Like somebody, I saw a quote that said, there is no elevator to success. You got to take the stairs. So in a, in that stairs case, in that set of stairs, every step is something that you need to be doing to Get to that goal of success. People always want to see. I always talk about the iceberg effect. People always see the the tip of the iceberg and they see that success on that tip of the iceberg, but they don't know all the things that had to go on underneath that iceberg, beneath the surface of the sea. They don't know all the stuff that that person had to do to get that success because nobody really shows the process, the, the good, the bad, the beautiful, and the ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just more like, oh, I got out the mud. Okay, but where's the mud? You look clean to me. <laughs> um, but I'm kind of venturing off a little bit, but that's just that's just how I go. But, yeah, I just want to come back and tell you guys, like, you are safe. You are divinely guided and protected. God does not want you to live in fear. You know what I mean? He don't want you to live like it's the end of the world. Because for me, if this is how I'm going to have to live, it's going to sound bad, but, like, then I, it's like, who wants to live like that? Like that, that's not living. This is, this is not living the way that they're continuously putting the, there's no faith in it. There's no faith in it. You mean to tell me we're supposed to be living in the constraints of our home? We're supposed to be uh, isolated for the rest of our lives, and then you give people diagnosis who don't have symptoms. How does that even work? Like, at what point does a person with no symptoms know that they can go around people? I don't have any symptoms to go away. So, make it make sense. Then you constantly are changing. Oh, now, instead of 10 days of um, contagion or whatever you're contagious with, now it's 20, now it's 30, now it's this. Even just more time to isolate yourself from people. More time to get depressed and, and, and soaking in your, in your self-pity. More time to be, to feel this, this lack of love, this lack of connection that you need to continue to survive. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, just, it's just too much, and I don't like it. I don't, and I don't like what it's doing to me because I am connected. We're all on mine, and as much as, you know, especially what the role that I've taken as a spiritual activist, I do have a level of connection to the, you know, the collective, you know, my people, whatever. And there is so much around us historically when it comes to health and lack of trust. And and this is why so many people are awakening to, you know, more of our ancestral healing, um, 
um, practices and, and, and mindsets and wisdom because it's like we cannot rely on you. Look at what you're trying to do to, to gain um, mass control, to gain people dependency on systems that are not for us. Is it so hard to give us what we deserve, what, what we need, that you have to try to fear-monger us into submission? It's just another form of slavery. It's spiritual slavery. Like, it's spiritual oppression. And I'm always talking about that. And the only way to liberation is to have some level of faith, some knowledge of self, and some knowledge of the personal power that you carry. Knowing that you are divinely God and protected. You're not alone. You have a whole spiritual team behind you. You have millions of ancestors who are trying to help you. You have God, the creator of all, the source of all. But, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Detach, detach, detach. Ground and faith. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Set your intentions, you know what I mean? Constantly create a sacred space, somewhere where you can come back to center. You know, um, follow people who give you peace of mind. Follow people who give you solutions. Follow people who give you a sense of hope. Follow people who give you, um, who don't make you feel helpless. Follow people who give you solutions, you know? And just know that everybody's not going to have all the answers and everybody's not going to have and all the answers are not going to be for you. But you pick what resonates with you. And you can go dip and dabble in other people because everybody's a vessel of God. God can speak to anybody. I follow several people, several spiritual teachers, and I'm a spiritual teacher myself. Nobody knows all. You have your own inner wisdom that you're able to tap into. And you have to sit with yourself sometimes to get to, that, to, get to it. Silence and stillness is... A passageway, but it can also unlock a lot of things that you have to be prepared for as well. So, you know, you got to be aware of, you know, what a spiritual awakening can do for you, what, you know, it can, in, in both good and bad, in both light and dark. You have to venture through both. But that's all. Keep God first. Peace, love, light, and healing energies. Be open to receiving them. Um, I love you guys. Peace out. All right, guys, something else that came to me after I posted that, you know, about God doesn't want you to live in fear. But the thing is, if you do have fear, a big secret is to learn how to turn your fear into fuel. Like, be fearless, but fearless doesn't mean not being scared. Because the thing about it is, people think being brave and having courage is... Um, means you're not scared. No, it doesn't mean that you're not scared. It means that even when you are, you still take that risk. Even when you are, you still challenge it and you still do something um, that you feel like will put you on an outcome that's better than what you're in. You know, so you take that risk despite what your mind is telling you because a lot of it is the mind. And so that's my thing of being fearless. That's a big secret to being a victim to oppressive uh Situation. Whenever you feel like the they's are trying to control you or trying to oppress you or disempower you, the best thing you can do is use that fear to prove them wrong. Use that fear to liberate yourself. Use that fear to drive you. Kind of like people use rage and to fuel their passion. Use fear to fuel your faith. Use fear to fuel um, your goals and 
your beliefs that you can accomplish and achieve anything as long as you put your mind to it, you know? Don't don't build on the mind that they're the foundation of the mind that they've given you. Create it's time to dem- demolish. It's demolition time. It's time to demolish the foundation that they tried to give you and start from scratch and create the foundation that you want that will sustain the life that you want, that will keep you empowered, keep you in peace, keep you in all the things that raise your vibration. Sorry for the kid in the back, but this is reality. This is mompreneur lifestyle. So, um, yeah, guys, but that's all I want to say about that. Be fearless. Doesn't mean that you're not scared. It just means that you would not let your fear be a roadblock. You're going to let your fear be fuel to propel you onto your journey. Peace out.